You're listening to Love Talk Live with the relationship expert, Jamie Bronstein, only on L.A. Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Love Talk Live. I'm your host, Jamie Bronstein, and today I have with me Crisco Kid. Welcome. Hey, good morning, good afternoon, good night, wherever you're uh, watching from in the world. This is so fun because we've reversed the role. I know. And, you know, I feel like uh, Will Ferrell, like, what do I do with my hands? I don't know. It's, a, it's so weird that normally you're right. I'm asking the questions and it seems like when I'm on the receiving end of the questions, I'm like, OK, what do I do now? Yeah. But thank you for having me. And thank you so much for opening up your platform today. I really do appreciate that. I'm so excited to interview you. So we're talking about the fact that I've been on Crisco's show and now he's on my show. And so now you're on the hot seat. Personally, I love being in the hot seat. So you're going to, so you get to be in the hot seat today. Right. I, I get to actually speak, uh, which, I, which I love listening. We'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, but, I, I, you know, there's some things that I think I've learned along the way that could help people uh, with, with whatever they're going through from personal relationships to career relationships, because uh, life is all about one big relationships and how you handle them, you know? Yes. Well, that's why I knew you'd be perfect for... Love Talk Live because I'm the relationship expert. And so it's I know that's right. So I'm going to read to you guys a little bit about Crisco. So Crisco Kid is an internationally renowned radio TV personality, DJ, producer, and remixer. As the creator and host of the Crisco Kid Block Party since 1999, he has worked with and done work for the likes of Pitbull, Jay Z, 50 Cent, Diplo, and Skrillex. Rick Skrillex. Baby Bash, Ty Dolla Sign, Florida, Common, and more. In music and has been featured or hosted shows on NBC, MTV, MTV Trace, BET, CW Network Plus, a multitude of online platforms. Having been an influential voice, tastemaker, and award-winning talent in Houston, Albuquerque, Dallas, Southern California, and currently in Phoenix on Power 98.3 and 96.1, weekday afternoons and weekends on Sirius XM's Pitbull's Globalization, which I had the pleasure of being on, giving him a weekly reach of 4 million and growing. So large, large audience, which you should be so proud of. I'm I'm just thankful that uh, for 22 years, I've been able to uh, do what I love and what I wanted to do as a kid, which was radio. It was just something about it since um, elementary school to where I, I knew I had to do the, the announcements in the morning. And it just carried through middle school, carried through high school. And it's been my career. And I wouldn't change anything. I, I'm just thankful for this opportunity, for real. And, you know, they always say that you are successful at what you are passionate at. And you are such a great example of that. Thank you. Thank you very much. And, and so are you. You're, I can't believe it. Like, we're going to talk about relationships. And again, like you said earlier, I'm normally asking you the questions. And, uh, you know, there's some things that I've learned from you. You know what I mean? In the, in the short time that we've known each other, mm -hmm. that I've been able to put into my relationships, all types of relationships. And that's why I'm, I'm excited to share back what I've learned from you. Oh, good. Well, yes, we all learn from each other. So we're going to talk about non-romantic relationships, like relationships with the people that you work with and the listeners and stuff. But 
Since this is Love Talk Live, let's just start with you and your girlfriend and your son and your whole story of what do you think makes your relationship work? So well, the audience. Yeah. So, Jamie, first of all, you know, it's... um. Uh, it's got to be disclaimed out there that no relationship is perfect. I think anybody that portrays the the, the perfect relationship is um, they're just trying too hard. I, I don't believe it really does exist. And everybody's got the ups and downs. And uh, my, my girlfriend, Brenda, hello. Uh, she, you know, our, our relationship, our story, um, it's unique, or but but it happens to so many different people, and I should get I should just say that the story was unique in my life that um, I, I didn't I didn't expect the left turn that happened, but I'm so thankful that it did because she has been the woman that has really held down things and brought uh, you know they say your your relationship is you know you got you you got to bring you got to match everybody right and she can actually match the person or she can match the business side of things and just everything that we need. And, um, you know, we, we didn't start off traditionally where, hey, let's go out for a couple of drinks and let's go date. It was it was more of the friendship and then it developed into more. And then um, once we, hey, all right, let's 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 go ahead and try to make this, you know, something real here. And, um, you know, we, we ended up expecting a child and it, it moved so fast that uh, we moved in together and um, uh, it, it was a real quick lesson and learning patience on her end and on my end and on, on learning each other because uh, there was a lot that we didn't know in that aspect on, on the love side, the, the, the partner side. And the, the interesting thing was, you know, at first, the first two years, it's kind of like a small business, how they say, if you can make it the first three years, you're pretty much good to go in small business. And I felt like that's what, that was our relationship. It was really put to the test. Um, a lot of things, like I said earlier, left turns and things I didn't expect. Uh, and it was just how quick, like everything, how can we handle that, right? How can we make the adjustment and how can we grow and how can we remain as positive as we can, even in the arguments? Cause it was again, uh, are you talking to me kind of crazy? Or are you talking to me kind of crazy? And it's like, well, wait a minute. I don't like when you do this. Well, I hate when you do this. And then understanding don't do that or compromise, you know what I mean? Only do, let's say you hate five things about that person or they hate five things about you. Try to just go down to four, then try to go down to three, then try to go down to two. And, and then everybody can slowly get those wins. And I think making those little steps and adjustments really helped out uh, our relationship and we're still growing, uh, but but it is about listening. It is about teamwork. It's about working together and raising our beautiful son, Phoenix J. And uh, again, I wouldn't trade anything. Everything happened how it's supposed to. Um, but God has a funny way of always uh, making things harder than it should be for me. And I, I, ended up, I ended up just learning more, I believe. And so I can pass this stuff on to other people who uh who don't have to go through it as much as I do. So yeah, well we our biggest challenges in life are our biggest teachers, whether it's a relationship or an experience. And yeah. nobody's life is perfect like we talked about. And so I agree. I agree that it's the difficulties and the challenging times. That's the place, that's the magic of of the place where we learn what we need to learn in life and our relationships just get better. If we are introspective and we own and then we compromise and we communicate and we're vulnerable, everything that you need to do in a relationship. 
Right. And, and, and you know, I felt I, I hope nobody watching thought I was diving in on the negative by saying, oh, I hate this. I hate this about you because you should do the same thing as well. Like, hey, I, you know, I love this about you. I love when you do this. And maybe you just can add on one more of those things that you do for your partner or they do for you. It's the same way. Whatever you hate, whatever you love, whatever you want to see more of, whatever you see one of less of. I think you can put those things in and work together in your relationship. And uh, that's when the wins start happening, I believe, for different relationships. So. And just communication is so important. And that was one of the first things that you said. So like, it it sounds so cliche, but it's communication for people. I think is hard because they're, they're fearing what the other, how the other person's going to react. And so if you can, you can just muster up that courage to just communicate whatever it is that you need to communicate then your relationship works so much better. Yeah. And you know, one thing that I've learned is also, again, no one's perfect. And there'll be some times where I'm maybe I may not be in the mood to just do all the listening. I, I would like things to go my way sometimes. And uh, again, and she would like things to go her way 100 uh, percent if she's really adamant about it. And I think one thing uh, that we mentioned earlier was the listening and the communications. And uh, you, you would think me being in radio for so long that communicating would be like just a strong point no matter what. But again, if I'm not communicating correctly, then that's when things start going wrong. You hit it right there when you said the communication has got to be clear. You got to be specific on what you like, what you don't like, what makes you happy, what doesn't. And uh, speaking of, I am so sorry about that. That's okay. So, um, yeah, you know, just to, just to be clear and... Uh, um, I, I lost my train of thought. She see, that's exactly why I say people can. She knew I was talking about her, and for some way, she never calls me. Brenda never calls me, and my phone is normally on silent one thousand percent of the time. I don't know how that happened right there, but that's exactly now we have this telepathy, and it's like, yo, you are you talking about me? What's going on here? She knew oh, that. That is effing amazing. Okay. <laughs> But see, this is the universe also. I mean, these things, like, there's no mistakes. Like, I love that she just called. And hello, she's going to be watching the show. You're going to show her the show. Yes, 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 of course. That was so great. She was calling to tell you that she loves you. That that might have been it. Or I forgot to pick up something from the store earlier. (laughs) You know, it's one of the two. But I love it. I love it. I love it. Well, I know we need to get into the next topics. I want to hear about your job and, and your whole career and everything. But one thing that, I, that I'm guessing helps in your relationship that, that can help other people is my sense of you is that you are so positive. You have such a great energy about you. And I'm guessing that that translates into your relationship. I hope. And I try, like, as much as I can. And uh, you're right. Um, everything that I've kind of learned and through having great conversation with people whether it's raising my son, whether it's at the house, is um, when we wake up every morning, we can choose how we want to attack the day, right? It, we, we can't let it happen to us. We have to go get it. And um, I, in 2004, I was diagnosed with testicular cancer. And um, those four months were really, um, it, was a, it was a scary time, but I had a great support system. And it, but, it, but it taught a lot of patience, like one of the key ones. And it, and it taught about patience and your attitude and your perspective, right? And I could just sit there in the bed. I could sit there going through chemo and I could be, what was me? I could, you know, have this attitude. And, but, but why? What, what was that going to do for, the, for me? What was that going to do for the people that were around me? 
And uh, I chose to attack the day. And yeah, even though testicular cancer, you know, has over 90% survival rate at, at the time, um, it, it was still an attitude that I chose, right? And that's how I look up or I look at every day. And I try to teach that to everybody who is in my circle or who I even come into contact with, but especially my son. Like I hate when he says he can't, he can't do something because it irritates me because I try so hard to eliminate that from his vocabulary because yeah, there is, as he grows older, we'll understand that there's some things that we just physically can't do, but there, but he's so young, he has the ability to do anything he wants. And I think when we face the day like that, go right forward, bring that positive vibe and energy. Not every day is going to be the best positive, but uh, maintain that that's my goal every day. It really does change the way that we approach life. And, and that's exactly what I try to bring. I hope everyone can feel it watching right now or listening because I really do try to make that my mission every day to impact at least one person's life in as positive manner as I can. And you do. And the guests that you have on your show, I mean, you, you have, you're a great interviewer and you you ask great questions and you're not just a surface guy. So you are truly living your passion. You are inspiring people every day. And I just, I love you. And even from, I was just reflecting back, even from the first time that I, that I met you, I just, I was like, it was like you matched my energy because I have a lot of energy. And so yeah. it's, just, it's just fun to talk to you, but, but, um, but you're also a very special person. So it, it's more than just like a fun person to talk to. Right. No, that's, that, that's the circle. You're in the circle here. You know what I mean? That's how we are. That's the energy we give off. And do you remember I told you that I used to be a, a kind of a, not a really a life coach, but it was a dating coach. When I was single, I told you it was like, it was based off that course called how to avoid falling for a jerk in like 90 days. And you, cause you were talking about listening and I was like, yeah, I had to learn. And even since elementary, I, I was a part of like this listening club at like second grade. And I remember the counselors and assistant principals pulled me in and this is how you gotta listen. And so any type of program ever comes up like that, I'm like, like, let me listen to what you're saying and let me try to find it you know, the, the solution, but it, like one of the techniques is always repeating what someone just said to make sure that you're clear and what mm-hmm. they just said, right? And I love doing that because I want to be clear, whether it's career-wise, whether it's personal and love life or whatever, I want to be clearer right there. But I remember talking on our first interview and I was like, yeah, because when, when you're single and we were talking about, you don't really know anyone for at least 90 days. And that was the whole purpose of that course that I was teaching. It was like, hey, stop jumping in the bed with everybody, even though you're like, hey, aren't you a DJ? Aren't you a radio? Don't you, don't y'all just try to sleep with everybody? Stereotype, by the way. But uh, you're like, no, because as you get older, as you mature, every, you know, most people have been through life and you know that you're not going to immediately uh, know everything about everyone. And it takes at least a good 90 days to figure out what you're what's going on here? You know what I mean? And yeah, who, who are you really? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Random. I, sorry, but it just thought about our first conversation. Sorry. I like to say it takes at least six months. When we're talking about romantic relationships. I like to say it takes, it takes at least six months of like not long distance together, going to the grocery store, spending your sober days. If you drink, whatever, like not just drinking at night, like going out for dinner, like living life for six months. Right. Okay, so so much to talk about. Um, let's talk about, and we have to get into your career also because like you've got an amazing career. But just briefly, let's talk about another like relationship thing, which is okay. relationships with your listeners in your community and the power of active listening, which you kind of talked about already. Okay, so 
I, I think it's it's so key every day. Um, this is this is this is my this is my weapon right here, right? If you if you want to look at it that way, I have two weapons, and this is this is the. the some people would say that the microphone is the most powerful one that I have, but I think it's actually what's behind me when people call the lines right here and I listen through this small speaker. That's the real weapon because I'm listening to what people, A, want to hear, um, how their day was because it might have been the worst day of their life and what can I do to make it better. Um, and, and whether that's radio or that's DJing in the clubs, right? I, I hate DJs that I'm not taking requests. I'm not doing anything like that. Look, man, there's some people that had the worst week of their life at their job and they just want to hear Return of the Mac. I don't know what it is. The Cupid Shelf. I don't know what it could be, but it could be the best song, whether they're tipping or not, that's going to make their party or turn their life around. You never know. That song, Last Night a DJ Save My Life, could be real because you don't know what somebody went through. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what I feel on the air here. It's my job to listen. I'm going to do my best to play the whatever you want. And if there's something that is impacting the community, um, whether on the local level, across the country, across the world, my job is to listen. And then I can effectively use this weapon and how we're going to put everything back out. What are the solutions? It doesn't do any good to just complain. Some people have hate segments like, I hate this and I hate that. Why? Some people have gossip all the time. Why? We have enough of that already. Choose to use your powers and your abilities and your talents better and for better purpose. And I don't like to waste time on any of the negative stuff. I prefer to listen. How, what's the solution? How are we going to make it better? And for example, this past weekend, um, be, because of listening to the community um we were able to uh, the, the on netflix there's a show called on my block and uh their pr team had called me last tuesday monday and they were like crisco i know you probably know the right people we weren't going to do phoenix but now we're going to do phoenix uh, I'm, I'm thinking you could help out with this they chose chicago la new orleans can you do you know of any community centers that could use some help i said yes i do i gave you so within uh, within two hours I reached out to my people at the city. We submitted a bunch of, you know, ones that are adamant about like really needing help from people. Submitted that list. And if you go to my social media, you'll see exactly what we did with On My Block. And we revitalized the Sunny Soap Community Center um, and got them new TVs, new gaming systems, put a beautiful mural in the house. I mean, uh, in their uh, facility, the, the youth center. And that comes from listening to your community and knowing which sides of town and the, the, the neighbors that could really benefit. And that's the relationship with your community, or at least how I use it to impact people's lives. And it, it really took it to make that happen. And that's just an example of listening in my career. Mm. Oh, yes. And I love, you know, there are so many people that have connections and have success, but they don't necessarily do anything philanthropic. And so I love that you're the type of person, I'm the same type of person that if I can help somebody, I'm going to because it brings so much joy. I love that you're doing this. Thank you. Thank you. That's my mission. I'm here to start. And as long as we were there, you mentioned your Instagram. Just at this juncture, feel free to plug your website, your Instagram, anything yeah. you're doing, your show. Everything is, everything is at Crisco Kid, just like you see on the screen if you're watching. It's C-R-I-S-C-O-K-I-D-D, uh, ChrisgoKid.com, ChrisgoKidBlockParty.com, uh, depending on the season. Uh, or what we have going on. I try to keep the website updated, but everything is really on Instagram, Twitter. Uh, those are pretty much the main uh, the main avenues that I'm using right now. And of course, you can listen to me every week uh, here in Phoenix. You can we stream everywhere and on People's Globalization on Series 6. Yes. And say that again. So Pitbull's Globalization Channel. Wasn't it right. Channel 13 on Sirius? 
Channel 13, Channel 13, yes. Okay. Yeah, you, yeah. I mean, I was telling all my people to listen when it was my show. Yeah. No, thank you, thank you. Yeah, it's, it's uh, and again, that's another station that it's just positive. If, if it was a, if it wasn't positive and if it had like a negative vibe or if it was just, you know, I, I wouldn't be involved with it, but the team over there, they work hard, it's all about good vibes and that's what we wanna give the world, it's global. Cause you know, Big Bull, he's one of the most positive people you could ever meet, Big Bull. I mean, it's always oh. positive messages. Yes, yes. Oh my God, I love. I know. I mean, I, I I sense that from his from his vibe and his dancing and his lyrics and his his whole energy. Yeah, um, a guy you definitely got to meet. I don't know. When I come to Florida, because he lives in Florida, yes. Yeah. Okay, you'll you'll hook me up. I'll meet. I'll do. I can put in a word. That's easy. That's easy. Um. But I do want to mention something funny, and then I want to hear the rest about your career. So it's not that funny, but um, when I was on your show the first time, I told my parents, they actually live in Arizona. I don't know if I told okay. you that. No, I don't think you did. Little detail, but anyhow, because you can live anywhere to listen to Sirius XM. Yeah. So they were listening, and my dad, he listened to the whole show, listened to my interview, and listened to all the music, and he was a huge fan. And then when I was on again, I'm like, Dad, I'm on your boy's show. He's like, my man, Crisco. So when I told him I'm interviewing you, I'm like, interviewing Crisco Kid. My dad's like, I, I love, love Crisco Kid. So anyhow, <laughs> maybe one day you will meet my parents. You guys can go for lunch or something. Yeah, you I'll take you lunch. There's plenty of brunch spots. We can go. Not a problem. Let's go. I love to eat. My dad's a big fan of yours. Um, okay. So now with the remaining time, Let's just get into, you know, you mentioned when you were little, you had this dream of being in radio. But, I mean, from your bio, you have done so much with your career. So tell us just the highlights of, like, the best things that have happened in your career and why they're so amazing. I, I think, um, and this is just for anyone, when God, like, I believe there's two things that happen with everyone, right? I, I think everyone has a, a talent or a calling within them. And I think you have the, um, everyone chooses, you, you have the choice, right? Are you gonna listen to the calling or do you wanna fight it? And I think sometimes it's knowing when to let your ego go. And 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 I think it really does have to do with, does it feel natural? I, I, I feel good over here. I love doing this, but my parents or whoever I'm dating at the time or whoever I'm married to at the time is kind of suffocating me or they're letting, uh, or they're encouraging me. And I think that adds to that as well. And, and, or, or maybe it's a situation where it's not cool to do what maybe you think uh, you might have been called to do by a higher power. Right. Mm -hmm. and, and so I think that determines the way that people go sometimes early in life. Uh, but I, I knew I just knew early, right? And so I always position myself to be around people that I could kind of learn from, I could get into the club and start DJing with. Um, somehow, I mean, I started DJing the clubs when, and my mom's gonna hate this, but I told her, I'm gonna do this. I was 16 and I just going on a Wednesday night and then then it's a school night and you're playing football and you're doing awesome. I'm like, yeah, but I really want to do this. I know I'm going to do this. I'm not going to play football. I'm too, I'm too short. You know what I mean? So it's like, but, but I love playing football. Um, but, I, you know, going through being focused and I remember getting that first uh, opportunity, you know, I would show up to the different radio stations, just kind of hang out. I would throw parties and I would buy the commercials and, and uh, started meeting salespeople, started meeting the honor personalities. And that was a very... 
um, important parts because, I, again, I knew what I wanted to do. And I did the steps to get there. I built those relationships with those people that I still talk to to this day, 22 years later, you know, in, in radio. And that helped. Um, I mean, there, there's been awards and um, that, that, that have meant a lot. There's been even some nominations for the bigger awards that mean a lot as well. But I think all the accomplishments, like um, getting my own day in the city of Houston, uh, every April 26th is Crisco Kids Community Care Day. And it's, I would, you know, sometimes here's the ego. Yeah, do you feel like you get the recognition sometimes that you deserve or, you know, whatever? No, but at the same time, it depends on what your mission is and what your goal. If my goal is to serve and I'm just here to be a vehicle for people, then I'm extremely, I feel like I've got the recognition, quote unquote, because every listener uh, and people that I meet and I have those one-on-one -on -one conversations with, those are rewarding ones. All the rewards, well, you're, you're going to die. You can't take that with you. But <laughs> the that you pass on to your community and different people, that's what's going to make the real difference. And uh, I think that's the real big moment for my life. Yeah, awards, TV shows, all that. That is awesome. Meeting different people, hanging out at VIP. That is awesome. That's all cool when you're growing up. And I wouldn't have traded anything like that. But it's the end game, and it really is about the listener and my relationship with the, with the cities that, that, and the people I get to talk to every week. Okay, I'm going to nominate you for the Nobel Peace Prize <laughs> because you are just incredible. I mean, you're so, you are, you are just, you're what everybody who has success, you're a model for that, for what you should be. Use your success to serve. You right. Know? Success meaning the, the platform. And you have done exactly that and you continue to do that. Thank you very much. Thank and I I just I just adore that. I love that. Thank you. It, it's 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 what I've built everything off of and I'm gonna keep doing that. And that's one thing that I'm paramount in teaching my son is service. Service, 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 no matter what. So Oh my god, the other day. So my son is six. Is yours two or three? three. Okay, so the other day, literally, my son said something about um, compassion and empathy. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I know we've been talking about this, but I think that he's been learning it at school, which is great because I think in school now, which they didn't have when we were little, they're teaching the young children these concepts yeah. also. Right, right. And, and there's a, and, and, and that's, that's, that's good to hear because um, a lot of homes may not know the word or they don't they may not they may not have compassion uh in the home maybe maybe the word grace is foreign maybe the word relentless might be foreign um you know uh the, the independent the, these might be foreign words to people where they may be here victim all the time instead of being a victor and i think when schools and i think when people start talking about how you're going to change your mind frame and it really does just take change in the mind frame and how you want to view the world and how you want people to view you that's when things start shifting and it's good to, and that's encouraging to see a six-year-old start talking about compassion and empathy because the world definitely does need more of that it's cliche i feel like i've been hearing let's make the world a better place and we've been hearing all this but like it's just time there's got to be that shift in in, in in humanity and it is it, it is happening i feel that it's happening kindness you know i feel like because of covid people have become more empathetic kinder starting to think about other people than just themselves um right. and so it is happening and we're the whole 
world. I know you're spiritual. Everybody, the vibration is raising. The consciousness is is getting to a higher level. We just entered a new yuga. I don't know. Then it's like happens every millions of thousands of years. So everybody's becoming more conscious. So it's wonderful. Yes. Yeah. But then again, look, look at the influence in the house. You know what I mean? I mean, you're, you're, you're come on, mom. You're right there. It's, it shouldn't be that surprising. That, that that's exactly what uh, has been has been taught probably from day one. So that doesn't surprise me one bit now that I think about it. I mean, I I taught him how to spell love like when he popped out, pretty much. I was like, "Where's your heart? Where's where's your heart?" And then he would point to the heart. Like so, we've been we've been he came, out, he came out like this. Like I see the head, but wait a minute, wait a minute. There is a heart coming out first. What is happening here? <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Um, oh, and I just thought of some. Are you in Scottsdale or Tucson? I just gave. You um, I, I mean, I'm in Phoenix, proper, like right, right in, right in Central Phoenix. Okay, I literally gave you two choices. I'm like, are you in Scottsdale or Tucson? Okay, good, Phoenix. Um, yeah. Well, the next time I go there, which will be in the next, I don't know, six months or something, we'll need to meet in person. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm all, hopefully everything is lifted up and we can start having more great combos over some uh, good food and, and a little vino. We can go to. We can go to Chef Scott Conan's place right here called Mora, not too far from here. And, and it's it's one of those places that is just so good. Sorry about the plug, but it really is that good. And he was a guest on the show last weekend. Amazing, amazing, amazing. No, that's great for, for the for the restaurant. Okay, so um, anyhow, wrapping up, once again, how can people find you? Tell us about your radio show, socials, website, everything. Yeah. So again, uh, you know, thank you for the time today. Thank you for just this conversation and letting me speak. Uh, I'm sorry if I went long winded, but there's just some things that I just want to get out. Uh, you can find me everywhere at Crisco Kid at C-R-I-S-C-O-K-I-D-D. Uh, if you happen to be in the Phoenix area, but you can stream everywhere. Uh, it's power983.com. And uh, also every weekend on Sirius XM, it's Pitbull's Globalization Channel 13. And that's that happens at 10 a.m. Pacific. Saturdays and Sundays, and oh, and by the way, it's afternoons on Power, like uh, Pacific Time, Phoenix. But within a couple of weeks here, we'll go to Mountain Time, but three to seven every afternoon. And uh, again, thank you so much. Um, I look forward to another conversation coming up on my show as well, because you know, the holidays are coming up, and, and people need to feel uh, uh, strong as they can with their relationships going into the holidays. Because uh, now, some people call it cuffing season, right? Where, you know, cuffing season, you start taking them applications about now and who you're going to cuff with through the holidays. And maybe we focus on not breaking up with them. That way you can keep the person you cuffed up and have a strong, healthy relationship moving forward. Don't just let them go. And when, when the ice melts, keep them around. You know what I mean? We'll talk about that. Yeah, make those cuffs stronger. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. I, I, love, I love, <laughs> love where you're taking that. Love where you're taking that. <laughs> Let's talk about that. You know, no more seasonal cuffs. Let's keep those cuffs on. <laughs> Let's take, make the, the key. Let's throw it, exactly. throw it away. Throw it away. Okay, well, thank you so much. And as always, everybody can find me at therelationshipexpert.com. And Crisco, you are amazing. I, the viewers are going to be so inspired. Thank you so much for joining us. And everybody join us every week on LA Talk Radio, Love Talk Live, and our new time, which is 2 p.m. Pacific. Thank you so much. Namaste to everyone. And have a great day, evening, whatever it is. Wherever you're at. Yeah, there it is. Love you. Thank you. Thank you.
You're listening to Love Talk Live with the relationship expert, Jamie Bronstein, only on L.A. Talk Radio. 